0: There's joy in every journey.
1: All right, we're coming to you live from the Rock and Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York. Rock and Mortgage found a better way to mortgage so you can focus on making your new house home. Rock and Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. Sunday, the NFL on CBS features a full slate of games including Brady and the Pats on the road in D.C. against the lowly Skins. And the Ravens and Steelers renewing their AFC North rivalry at Heinz in the Steel City. Check your local listings for the game in your area. And it all begins with JB and the guys on the NFL today at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific on CBS. 855-2124-CBS, our toll-free line brought to you by Geico. Great news. You can save a bunch of money like Carver I He went on Geico.com. And you wouldn't believe it, but in 15 minutes, he saved 15% or more on his car insurance. He's very excited about it. Geico. Check him out. Go to Geico.com. Look who it is. Murph's back. The legend, Dale Murphy, our good friend, Braves God, Murph's restaurant <laughs> near Sun Trust. My man Murph.
2: Hey Scott, thanks for having me again. Thank you. How you doing, buddy? Everything good? Yeah, good, good. Excited for tomorrow. Get the Braves uh uh going and uh fun team to watch, I'll tell you. They're they're here here's my tip to all starting pitchers to the Braves is against the Braves is stay out there for a couple extra minutes and make sure you're loose because you don't want to go through the first inning and just kind of think, well, I'll get going here because Ronald Acuna Jr. is something to watch, I'll tell you.
1: So when you watch that team this year and last year, the way they've kind of developed and turned into a winner again, what have you thought?
2: Well, I think uh the the whole organization is is pretty strong too. They still got more uh uh more prospects on the way and the prospects that filled in uh you know, Marquekus got hurt and Austin Riley came up and did a tremendous job. Uh you know, a lot of guys just you know, came up and helped him, so it's going to be a whole organizational uh um accomplishment this year. And you know, they just people ask me all the time about chemistry and things like that and they, they really do have some great chemistry. They have a blast. They're young. Uh, they got Marquez and Freddie Freeman who kind of keep every <laughs> keep the kids in line. Right. And and Brian Snicker is just really solid to play for. He's he just is. The guys love him. Um, they really got a good thing going there. They really do. What
1: did you think? When I thought
2: uh, a cool thing that I
1: was impressed with this uh, manager of theirs that he would actually call out that star and say, you're not going to lollygag around here, bro. I can guarantee you it's not happening on my watch. And I just thought that was really good for, frankly, for professional sports to finally see, uh, I got to be honest with you, someone of uh, some substance of power, the manager telling a superstar player, you better work hard here and hustle or you won't play.
2: Yeah. And, uh, you know, Bobby Cox was a, a mentor of, of Brian Snickers, and you know, Bobby loved his guys. Snitker loves his guys, but they also don't, don't put up with any, you know, uh, you know, any, uh, nonsense. Yeah. Anything like that. They just don't put up with it and they'll have a real honest conversation with you and say, look, you got to change. And, you know, Acuna watched the ball for a little bit long and he ended up, he should have had a double easy. It was off the wall. And he just, you know, watched it too long and he took him out. Um, yeah, they had probably a seven or eight game lead at that time, but I think uh, Brian Snicker would have done it at any time because here's the deal: your culture always has to come first on a club. If culture doesn't come first or business or whatever you do, if culture doesn't come if culture doesn't come first in the rules and the guy leading it leads the team, um, then then you're going to have problems. That's when guys start talking. You know, what are we doing? Why is he doing that? It's Here's how it is. It's always going to be this way. If you sacrifice that at any time, uh, you know, because the guy's good or he does this or that, you know, in a business, if he brings a lot of, you know, money into your business, but he's an idiot, you're, it's in the long run, it's a losing proposition. So culture comes first, and that's what Snitker does, and that's what Bobby Cox did. And uh, now they have some talent to go along with that, and it's a great combination.
1: So uh, Acuna, they shut him down the last week with the groin. Is he okay going into the playoffs? And 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 Donaldson also was day-to-day, and Freddie's kind of had uh, some bone spurs in his elbow, and a lot of people think he's, uh, you know, cooled off because of it.
2: Yeah, I'm a little concerned. Uh, they shut Acuna down last week. Freddie has been bothered. You know, what I'm reading, what I'm hearing is, uh, he says it's fine. It kind of comes and goes That does, That's the thing until they get, take that bone spur out. That's what I'm worried about. It could pop up here. You know, who knows? It could be the first game, could be the third game. Um, and, uh, yeah, Josh Donaldson, look, everybody's banged up. It's just like any sport. When you get into the, this time of year into the playoffs, uh, everybody's going to be banged up. You'd like to be really healthy, but you know, they did have a little funky, uh, finish to the season. So, you know, I'm a little concerned, uh, uh, St. Louis is uh, really good. Right. They got some good pitching. So I think, they'll, I think they'll beat, uh, you know, St. Louis, but, um, yeah, I got a few concerns, but I'm, I'm, I'm still, I'm still
1: liking them. Uh, Dale Murphy's God in Atlanta. Let me ask you, uh, <laughs> what did you think when they went with Keichel over Soroka? Uh, the kid was an absolute badass this year. What was the strategy there? You think of going with Keiko?
2: Well, the word on the street is um, they love Soroka's road uh, um, numbers. I, you know, you can be debated, but this is when when uh, uh, Snitker and his staff you you look at numbers and you look at things, and then you go with what you see uh, uh, with your eyes and what you feel. And I think with Keichel's, uh the, the one thing about a young kid like Soroka and Freed, who you know, look at him, he, he's 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 the number four starter I'm going to go with full Nevitz, uh, Nevitz, the second game. The one thing about young guys <clears throat> is uh, getting too hyped up. Soroka has got to get a, you know, uh, he's got a great sinker ball. You've got to give him a little time to acclimate. I think Keiko with his experience, uh, kind of uh, won the day for him to start game one.
1: Do you think, uh, Murph, that because uh, honestly, you know the deal, like the Cardinals, my whole life, uh, these these rotten Cardinals, they always just they make this party and then they start winning. It's the craziest thing. What is it? 11 World Championships. They have one of the greatest franchises, whether you like it or not, in baseball history, and they always seem to show up in the postseason and perform. It's the craziest thing. That team has been, you know, the Blues' win the cup right in the stanley cup but the cardinals are an institution in that town they are the only thing that's ever mattered in that town and the fans they pour into that ballpark it's crazy what they've accomplished i think you got your hands full uh they're just a knife they're a pain in the ass murph
2: no i i, I agree with you there's no <clears throat> excuse me there's no question one of my favorite places to play was st louis it's like going to a college game Everybody's wearing red. Right. Everybody's into the game. Even during the regular season. They don't just show up for the playoffs. You're right, a dedicated fan base and a quality club. <laughs> Excuse me. The the reason is is because they've stayed true to what, what they know wins. Um, defense and pitching. You know, they'll hit a few home runs, you know, score a few runs, but you know they're always gonna play good defense and have good pitching. And that's gonna give you a consistent chance you know, to compete uh, year in and year out. So, you know, a lot of credit. I I agree with you. I think if the Braves win, you know, it it goes five games. I I think that.
1: So uh, let me ask you about, uh, you know, uh, when you opened up the place down by the ballpark, I bet you thought, uh, you know, it's. uh, I want to know what you think of running it, like the restaurant, and then how, like now that there's going to be playoffs, how crazy and packed it's going to be and and
2: frankly how much money you're gonna make <laughs> yeah yeah you're right i'm a i'm a i'm a fan of the braves but now i'm a a business right business owner and i own a restaurant near the ballpark so uh yeah no question about it we we've already talked about it me and my partners uh we we're braves fans but uh yeah, we'll sell a few more burgers the longer the Braves play in the postseason. I mean, honestly, Murph, like if they go if they go into the, D-
1: the from the DS to the uh, pennant and play in the championship series and then make the World Series, I mean, just imagine! I, the, the you guys will have lines going out the door. I mean, you better get some kegs
2: in there, Murph. That, that, that's right. And so you're coming to Atlanta, aren't you? you got to be there if they go to the World Series. I mean, buy you
1: a burger. I, I guess I'll have to come down and hit Murph's up and, and have a big meal. I mean, it's going to be the place to be. I I mean, it's probably the most uh, popular place now around the ballpark. Do you do all kinds of radio shows in there and everything,
2: like with the fan or the other stations? What do you do? Yeah, absolutely. we got 92-9 the game there. Right. Uh, uh, Dukes and Bell will be there Thursday and Friday and Bill Shanks uh, I know Lake. those guys. Yeah, um so he'll be there Friday. He's been there every Friday. They've been there before. We we love it. It's a great atmosphere and and uh yeah, we're look we're looking forward to it. It's uh I think the you know, the city, the team, everybody's everybody's really excited, especially watching these wild card games, you know, get your blood going.
1: Well, I mean, uh it's better than watching the Falcons, Murph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, they oh, look terrible. That one They're terrible. <laughs> I mean, so you got to focus on what's good, right? And the Braves are good. Do you like uh, – has it been crazy for you getting into the uh, restaurant business, like at that level, around the ballpark? Because it's a great location, which is everything. How, how have you liked that uh, transition in life, Murph?
2: Oh, it's been an education. <laughs> I'll bet. I had no – I had no idea how, how many moving parts are uh, involved in uh, number one, just getting a meal to someone, you know, we, we have a sit down restaurant. We, it's not fast casual, which, which I get is a lot simpler, but you know, our servers are great. Um, the whole team is, is, you know, excellent. People have a good experience. I got a bunch of pictures back from the PBS days up there and, and it's just a lot of fun, but uh, even if this is our third year, I would still be totally lost if someone said, you know, here, you manage this place. Cause it's just, it, there's just too much going on. I'm not that organized. Uh, you know, it's like running, running a team, you know, baseball's 162 games a year, you know, keeping a restaurant going and active and people happy and your servers on the ball, um, you know it's it's a daily daily grind right it's a, it's a tough business but it's rewarding uh it's fun to connect with the uh fans there and uh, you know people from all over the country really we're in a really unique place and we get so it's 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 a, been a great experience but uh i've uh, i've learned a lot
1: people must freak out when they see you in there uh do you yeah. uh yeah. what do you think of the uh of the uh, how hard it's going to be to beat the Yankees and Astros.
2: Well, it's going to be really tough. I, I, I don't think it'll, uh, you know, I think it'll be the Astros. I, I still think uh, the Yankees strike out too much. I know that's kind of a simplistic scouting report, but I really think at this time of year, it's a, it's going to be an issue. Uh, it's going to be really, really tough. I think uh, for anybody to keep these Astros from winning it at all, they, they got to you know, just great. They get they're balanced. They do everything well. Uh, it's going to be tough. So if the Braves
1: beat the uh, Cardinals, which is going to be a load in itself, do you think they could beat the Dodgers? Cause the, I think the Dodgers are going to be in that championship series no matter what.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, uh, you know, I understand why the Dodgers will, will be favored, but you know, <clears throat> it, it it's it's baseball. It's weird. I think we got a couple of good left-handers to go against their left-handers. Uh, you know, Muncie and uh, Bellinger. Uh, but no, we're going to have our hands full no no matter what happens to you know to get to uh, the World Series. Uh, uh, I don't, I you know I think the uh, obviously I think the Dodgers are going to beat the Nationals. But you know uh, it's just it's it's just tough. this time of year you got you know these clubs are. So well-balanced. You know, it's going to come down to little things, really. Watch the little things like we saw last night with the Nationals. Little things. uh, Don't walk people. um, Keep the ball in front of you. All that kind of stuff. It's going to be critical.
1: Yeah, do you think, Murph, that uh, the Braves could actually uh, make it and beat the Astros?
2: Well, yeah. No, I think any. You know, I'm I'm a big fan. Right. Uh, uh, You know, I'm always going to pull for the Braves. Uh, but would I favor the Astros? Sure. Yeah. I mean, how can you not? What they've done mm-hmm. and, and, and what they have, they're like the Braves, um, you know, like three years from now. Uh, that's kind of what's going on with Houston. And uh, so the Braves may be a little young. Uh, we'll see. My guy Derek Schiller runs the uh,
1: Braves. I'm, uh, Absolutely. Oh, yeah, they've He's done a great job. He's a great guy. I love you, Murph. You're awesome. I always love having Thank you on God. the bench. Enjoy the playoffs.
2: All right, we'll talk to you again.
1: All right, there he is, the uh, Braves legend and one of our dear friends, Dale Murphy, the one and only badass. you got to check out Murph's restaurant down at SunTrust right there by the stadium. Great spot to eat and party. A little surprised you didn't invite me down there to do a show live, honestly.
2: You're listening to
1: Pharrell on the bench. Who's that on the hill, Carver High?
3: That's the immortal Emilio Pagan on the hill here for Tampa to shut the door.
1: He's got good numbers?
3: Yeah, 93 Ks in 70 innings, a lo- under one whip. I mean, the guys had a really good year for Tampa.
1: They have destroyed the A's tonight. This game's over. And
3: one thing I was saying to you while you were talking to Dale, you know, there's one thing I could tell you about this game. Hasn't been much to talk about. It has been as... Especially since the race took that five-one lead early in the game, you talk about uh, just quiet. slogging through and quiet and boring. Jeez. Um, I mean, there's not is, a lot of excitement in this one. Huh? I mean,
1: it's time to go see the Warriors play, right? And one
3: one more out, it's going to be. Well, they can go home and watch the Sharks. How about your boy um, in that thing we did last night that said the A's were going to go to the World Series and play the Dodgers? How'd that uh, go?
1: <laughs> who was that dude? I again? forget
3: which one. Who that? That that's the same guy who had. Uh, then they had he had the A's beating the Astros, right, in the second right, round. Right. Guess not.
1: I guess that's all over with.
3: It's easy to pick on. It's hard, you know, I know that these guys like to be um you know, they like to be different and tricky with their picks, you know, before the these playoffs. This isn't any sport. They right. like to be different. Picking the team to come out of the wild card game to get to the World Series is very, very tough to do.
1: Yeah. It's tough. Very tough. Especially
3: when they haven't even won the wild card game yet. <laughs> So that's even tougher Listen, to do.
1: I think Tampa is a really good team. They could give uh the Astros some problems. But I you know, I have a hard time believing it with those those three pitchers. I really do. Verlander, um, you know, Grinky and Cole. How about the story about this Cole that they they can't afford him?
3: I don't I honestly, can you Could you he's even he's believe it? get 250 million? million. I mean
1: Well, it sounds to me like they're just not going to do it.
3: It sounds like they're going to let him go.
1: Can you even believe that?
3: I know one thing. They're going to get a ring out of it this year.
1: <laughs> the Yankees need to get Cole. He's Imagine a f- that. Uh,
3: huh? Imagine that. It'd be
1: like having Clemens again. Honestly. And believe me, I don't care if he cheated. He brought it every night, didn't he? You got it, admit, he right, brought it. Look,
3: I obviously, when it first happened, I was like, because when he first got traded to the Yankees from Toronto, right. you were like, Roger Clemens, like, you hated him because he was a Red Sox. Right. You right. oh, know, I grew up. You know, hate late '80s, him. early '90s. I couldn't stand Clemens because he pitched yeah, for the Red Sox. Right. And then, of course, that's why you don't you root for the laundry. You don't root for the players because when these guys get Wade out, Boggs. you could hate guys as much as you want. When they put your uniform, when they on, put that on, you're rooting for them. It's that simple. What do you think? I wasn't gonna root for Clemens when he took the ball game seven. You know, in Arizona that night right. of uh, the World Series. You know, you're rooting for these guys. They're they're on your team.
1: Here's Tampa. They won and they're celebrating. That's that. Now Good they can, now they're gonna go drink for four hours good for them Did you but you liked watching Clemens and and Boggs uh, Sure and Boggs was a big riding part around of on the, the 96 horse.
3: the 96 championship you know and, and good for Boggs cuz he never won one in Boston uh-uh. so he got to he got to
1: come win one with the Yankees But do you remember the party he put on at the uh, Bronx when he
3: was riding around that is the image of that 96 win is him There's two things in 96 on that horse. Now 96 was special to me cuz it was the first championship I ever saw 16 years old. Right. And i seen the Yankees win the World Series. There's so many things about that entire October that I remember so vividly. Like what? Just the whole run. Even the first round against Texas, there's, you know, they got down. I remember Juan Gonzalez hitting a couple homers. I was like, geez, what is going on here? And they they end up winning that. The Baltimore series with strawberry hitting dingers and the Jeffrey Mayer play. And uh, World Series, there's a 1,000 of them. The Larry's homer. Pettit's performance in Game 5, the Girardi triple in Game 6, which was huge. The way Rivera pitched in the 7th and 8th innings, 6th, 7th, and 8th innings in that whole playoff, like that, your first championship
1: in any sport that you remember,
3: you remember it so well, and Boggs on the horse at the end that night in uh, Game 6 in New York after they beat the Braves, that's the classic
1: moment. You think Murph liked that
3: game? Yeah, I bet you Murph did like that game. Did
1: you see Nate Schmidt got hurt tonight in that game, the Knights game? They carried him off the ice.
3: He's another guy who gets hurt a lot.
1: But he's done. Like He looks like he can't walk. Did you see him laying on the ice? Seriously. But that's a good game. Uh, Vegas 2-1 on the Sharks after the first. And in the second, Edmonton up 1-0 on Vancouver. And you said
3: the Caps won that game in OT, right? Over on a Vrana
1: goal. Jacob Vrana. With a ruining winner, ruining the
3: Stanley Cup party in. Like St. about St. Louis.
1: three minutes into the overtime session, he he struck gold. How funny is that? The Stanley Cup champs open up with a big fat L to Ovi and the boys. Well, they got a point. Well, there you go. You could look at it that way. It's not the end of the world. I
3: always say in those games where you're playing the other conference, if you get a point out of them, you're fine. It's you want to get the two in the games where you're playing conference games. Right. That's always my theory on the. Eastern versus Western Conference games. I feel uh, like
4: that probably. I mean, I haven't looked up the history, but I feel like that probably happens a lot. Where you know the team comes out and they're so excited, they get the you know the whole ceremony, the cup, the banner, like that's really the show for them. And it's like, oh wait, now we got to go play a game while well, the other team's just sitting there stewing the whole time. So that's got to happen all the time, where the team just opens up with a dud.
1: Do you like? Do, we talked about this last night. Why? Like, I, I just don't get why they get honestly, so excited about winning a wild-card game. Like, they freak out like they won the World Series. I mean, it is unbelievable to me. I mean, all you did was – like, look at them. Like, all they did was move on to the next uh, – hardest thing to do is the next round, the divisional round. Like, I don't understand, like, the – I guess, like, the NCAA basketball tournament, when you win that first game, you get excited, but not like this.
4: Well, let's be honest. So, I mean, I know Tampa had that success with Madden, but with these two teams – just getting to the next round is like a win because you're so understaffed compared to all these other rosters that just throw money at every player they can. These guys barely spend. Right. They're just the complete you know, epitome of underdog. But they're good.
3: But still, it's it's ridiculous. Those are good teams. There's no reason. You win 96 game games, win. you're good. But there's no reason for a one-game wild card game to be jumping around on the mound, going in the locker room and spraying champagne I don't and throwing get it. beers on each other. Like, honestly, you got a game in less than 48 hours that gets the best team in baseball. Like, honestly, I guess that's why you're celebrating because you're going to be out by the end of the weekend. I, I guess is, is that
1: why? I, I get being happy and everything and being, like, high fives no and stuff. No reason for it. I don't get the whole dancing around and champagne thing. I really don't. You,
3: you said it best last night. When a team advances in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs, do you see them having a, a
4: full champagne spray in the they locker room? They don't even talk. They don't even talk.
1: They don't even talk talk in the room. I mean, it's it's not just this either.
4: You see these guys, when they they clinch the division, they start doing this too. You know, like a week and a half ago, half these teams were doing it. The Dodgers were doing it like the beginning of September. You don't see that in any other sport. They're like, yeah, all right, we're in the I, playoffs. Great, I, next I up.
1: I just don't get it. Does that not bother people? 855-212-4CBS.
4: Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment,
2: and more. Play it at play.it. You're listening to Pharrell on the Bench.
1: Mafia, they're listening to us out in uh, Pittsburgh at the Tanger Outlets tonight. Your boy Fuzzy is working late, painting the outlet food court tonight, listening to us on the fan in the Steel City. It's all happening.
4: Love the outlet stores. Hit those on Long Island all the time.
1: Right? They got it all going on. Uh, Your boy Fuzzy out there working tonight. Late night in the Steel City. Wondering uh, if the Steelers will beat the Ravens on Sunday. And uh, wondering if the Penguins will open up with a home win tomorrow night against the Sabres, and if Sid Crosby will be able to go with all of his recent puck off the foot at practice. Or it was a preseason game against Buffalo, wasn't it, that did him in? And uh, now they're playing him again. There you go. Eichel against Crosby. I don't know the deal if he's playing or whatever. I know he got a – and then I think they had more than that. They had other guys get injured too. Rust, I think, Rust never sleeps, got injured in that game. So, not a good way. We saw the guy tonight. I told you, Schmidt, he got one off the leg. I mean, that guy couldn't even walk. He's done.
3: It's funny because we were talking on the aisle seat about, you know, the Islanders really didn't make any changes. Mm-hmm. They have the same team that got 103 points. Right. And, you know, played the Penguins in the first round. And I'm looking at the other teams in the division, I'm just – you know they some made changes but did they make enough changes to overtake those teams that were the best in the division last year like the caps the aisles the right. pens now the pens are the question mark because i know you and a lot of penguin fans might have thought that like getting swept by the islanders was the start of a maybe a decline for them right you know, are they going to be still in the mix with those other teams? Yeah, I don't – uh, I'm not
1: uh, – I have to see them play, obviously, games that count, not these uh, silly preseason games. I have to see them play for a month to tell you if I think they're right. going to suck or not. I, I mean, can't. other
3: than – swap. you know, they swapped, obviously, Galchenyuk for Kessel. Right. And, and you know, a couple other smaller moves. But, Manav, whatever his name right, is. Right, right.
1: I don't believe in um, – I got to be honest with you. I, I told you I'm not uh, – I'm, ai guess, a, a very small minority saying that I think Latang's best days are over and Malkin's uh, beginning to show. I mean, you cannot deny last year he was terrible. I mean, it's better. No, no, look. It, I, some guys, that's a career year. For him, it's a bad year.
3: Right. No, I, I don't disagree with you because getting to watch him in just in those four games alone, those two guys were the biggest reason why they did nothing. the Penguins lost that series was – they weren't there for
1: them. But listen, uh, when you win back-to-back Stanley Cups, they could care less. And other, how does he even care? The guy goes through the motions so many nights. You, nice, I've bro. seen him just skate like he's got like he might as well have a lollipop in his mouth.
3: And, and let me tell you, who's the flavor of the month right now? And I think that we need to pump the brakes a little bit on him. Is everybody's all on Carolina because they went and you know went to the Eastern Conference Finals last year? Right. And they,
1: Let's I think they have a really good they defense. Good, they have a
3: good team, but let's pump the brakes. Everybody's got them right you know,
1: winning I, divisions. They could going just as on. easily be in last place. They could.
3: You never know. Things change fast in the NHL.
1: Yeah, I don't I like their defense and uh that's it. Right. For me. You know, I, so. I like
3: one or two of their scores. Ajo's awesome. Let's right. Ajo's really He's good. He's a player. Nino Niederreiter's a player too. But you know, th- like you said, they're a defensive driven team.
1: Right. But now I want to see the Rangers tomorrow night at home. Uh, I want to see Panera and Bread Company, and I want to see uh, Kako. I want to see what they do. I think My,
3: Co- Kako wins the rookie of the year this year.
1: Could be. Uh, but, I did, you know, actually, I've been hearing this stuff about this kid Hughes that, like, he's, like, got eyes in the back of his head. They said, like, Gretzky. Like, literally, Hughes, they said he he makes passes like uh, Gretzky. That think, Literally, they're comparing him to him.
3: 15 years from now, I think when you look back at the two of them, because they're always going to be compared, Hughes will probably have the better career. But I think that right now, who's more ready to make an impact in the NHL? I think Kako. Because will
1: of it. all of his international I, Yeah, play. I
3: just think Kako will be the, the better player year one. He's going to be ready right. to play.
1: Huge uh, win for the Rays tonight in Oakland at the dump. They destroyed the A's 5-1 and move on to meet the Astros. Ryan in Florida, you're on CBS Sports Radio.
5: Hey, Pharrell. How are you all doing tonight? Hey, man. Hey, So uh, before I get to my question, I actually had two questions. Um, I think the celebration, uh, them going overboard with it, you know, it's just because I I think with their payroll and with a lot of players, their names don't really jump out. And majority of those players on that team, you know, they've never been to the playoffs. So to get that first win over, you know, I, I just think that. That's just a huge thing for them. But, yeah,
1: I think actually, uh, you know, uh, Carver High said it best, that every team does it. It doesn't matter if they have a small payroll or a big year, payroll. Every year,
3: every wild card every, game, every division series every, win, every yeah, ALCS. Every,
1: every, when they clinch the division, they have a uh, celebration. doesn't matter if you're the Rays or the Sox
3: or the Yankees or the Dodgers or they the all Nationals. They all do it.
1: I just sure. think it's silly, but... Uh, whatever, I, you know, I, what do I, I'm not going to stop it. There's a lot of money involved in it, like we said last night. There's sponsors. Listen, I'm sure you're happy. I get it. Uh, the Rays win, and and that's your team, so you're stoked. I mean, it is what it is. Spark it up. Have a drink. Uh, you know, if I'm you, I'd party right now because your team moved on to the division series. It's a great win, and uh, they came out and stomped them. And it is what it is. So you know, if I'm you, uh, I would just go party.
5: I wish I could, but I got exams tomorrow morning. Oh, well, then Um, you need
1: to focus, (laughs) on and get straight A's. What's the problem?
5: No, I don't know. It's all good. Um, What's your test in? I'm sorry? What's your test in? Oh, it's uh, anatomy and physiology. Jesus.
1: What are you, trying to be a doctor or something?
5: (laughs) No, it's actually uh, sports management. I don't know why I'm taking the class. It's a prereq class for it, though. Where do you go to school? Uh, it's, uh, the university of West Florida in uh, Pensacola. Yeah. I know
1: where it is. So, uh, yeah. uh, yeah, So, um, what year are you?
5: Uh, I am a junior transfer or a sophomore transfer. I'm sorry. Oh, all right. Do you enjoy it? Yeah, I love it. You know, I've been doing, uh, work with Coca-Cola for, you know, four or five years. And I feel like, you know, my main goal is to be a coach for baseball. So this is, you know, I've gone back to school after I got married, and I, I just feel like, you know, this is the right time to to get my goal in.
1: That's great, dude. Well, I'm pulling for you. Hey, congrats on the raise win, and keep up the good work at school. All right. All right, I appreciate it, man. All right, see you, buddy. It's our guy Ryan working on a little anatomy exam tomorrow. You could study the art of celebrating in the uh, locker room. There's some anatomy in there. Didn't they have the lightsaber going last night? I think the uh, Nationals, were they were rocking some lightsabers.
3: Yeah, they had a lot going on.
1: There was something a little different in there. Jimmy in Oklahoma.
0: So I have a, a great 96 World Series story. Right. The 96 was special in New York. And Wade Boggs wasn't even on the field when they won Charlie Hayes caught the last out. Right, right. He no, didn't no, even no, play. You're right, but no, but no one okay, so remembers Wade that.
1: Out. I remember Hayes catching the last out, but I, uh, uh, I, I just uh Boggs on that horse, you just never forget it. Like at his okay, age so you might as well party. So 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 here's what happened. So we're in the stadium and we're we're down low and the Yankees are celebrating and New York is we haven't won the World Series since seventy eight, so it's a huge it's huge. Right. So here's Wade Boggs on this police horse and we're just going nuts. And my friend Joey elbows me in the ribs and he says, wouldn't it be great if Boggs fell off this police horse and broke his neck? <laughs> what? So that's how the Yankees felt about Wade Boggs, regardless of what he did. That's what thats what went through his mind when he saw Wow, Wade Boggs. That, that, wow, that. that's pretty harsh. <laughs> that's just pretty harsh. <laughs> I Jeez.
3: Got... <laughs> I mean, honestly.
1: How grim know? was
3: that? I mean, come on.
1: What's next? You want him to die? <laughs> Did you hear what he said? He wished he'd fallen off and broke his neck. <laughs> I told you I have ruthless listeners.
3: family show. I mean,
1: come on. This is a loving, caring, Christian family show trying to produce certain family values of excellence and determination and confidence and uh, uh, you know what? sophistication. It's- and li- this is the thanks we get.
3: The craziest part about Wade Boggs is, who's obviously Hall of Famer, well, you know, all-timer in, in the Boston area for right. what he did at the Red Sox and played, you know, 85% of his career with the Red Sox. But there's two moments that he's known for, or two of his biggest moments of his career. The Yankees. And no, well, one Yankees, one Rays. Right. Because he had the moment on the horse after winning his first World Series with the Yankees, and his 3,000th hit was a homer
1: for the Rays.
3: Right. So he's two huge moments for him, neither with the Red Sox. Didn't he eat,
1: like, chicken every day? Fried chicken. Every day, fucking like, a chicken. Is that what he did?
3: So he was one of the most superstitious players in baseball history. They say.
1: So wait, every single day of his life, he ate fried chicken.
3: I'd have to find out the exact quantity and how much each day, but
1: <laughs> that's crazy, isn't it? Wade's a man. He, the guy wished he'd fallen off the horse and broken his neck. A little strong. Very, very, a very strong. S- satanic phone call.
3: Don't wish that on anybody
1: around. Jimmy partying in the.
3: Except maybe like AB and the Feldenkrais.
1: Well, then again, I'd be interested in seeing that. As you know, I'm a fan of that hit. I wanted to see, I'd love to see that actually, but we're not going to see it again because your boy can't get a job because he's such a tool. Honestly, can you believe the grave that guy dug for himself? I don't even want to talk about him. Never mind. Honestly, I'm going to get sick to my stomach. I should be electrocuted if I mention that guy's name ever. They could give me, like, a garage door electrocution. There you go. I I see your boy Jumbo's eighth on the all-time assist leaders list. He's only 900 uh, 900 assists short of Wayne Gretzky. Can you imagine how many numbers that guy Gretzky put up? Can you even believe his numbers? They're so staggering. I mean, are they not the most staggering thing in all of sports? Seriously. That guy's ra- uh, records are unbeatable. It's amazing. Like, there's actually, and Jerry Rice's numbers are really high too, right? That uh, Larry Fitzgerald, isn't he like, he's still like 200 catches behind him. It's impossible to do, isn't it? That guy can't catch two hundred more passes, can he? No shot. This is last year.
3: I don't know. They thought last year was going to be his last year, and he came back, but not. He's not going to come back enough to get that.
1: Right. Do you think anyone will ever do that? That'll that'll pass Jerry Rice.
3: Yeah. Yes.
1: At some point, someone will do it
3: because of how much they how much more they throw today.
1: Oh, and what about their health? Do you think players last longer? I don't think so. I think
3: it depends on what position you play. And wide receiver is one of those ones where if you take really good care of yourself, you could play a long time. Really? But you have to have a lot of monster years. And I mean monster 110 catch seasons. Like a a, a bunch of those.
1: He's got 1500 some catches. I know. I mean, it's crazy, right? Like, am I wrong about that? Those numbers are staggering. I saw it the other day when Fitzgerald, like, he, he passed somebody on the list and he's now... Number two all time or something, and he's still just miles behind Jerry Rice. It's crazy.
3: Let's also remember, Jerry hung around for a long time, too, okay? Right. How long he played till he was? In mid-40s? I mean, he left the Niners, you know, the Raiders. Then you go to the Seahawks at one point, too. Like, Jerry Rice, he bounced around and uh, added a couple catches to the tally in other places. We got a
1: tie game going on in Edmonton with the Canucks and Oilers. At once in the after two periods. And then what's the one we're watching? It's uh 3-1 Vegas. 3-1 now Vegas in the second Cody right? Glass
3: with a goal here early in the I
1: season. just asked you about him last okay. night. Is
3: yes.
2: is
1: Cody Glass gonna amount to a hill of beans? And he and he's Smart already tonight. getting involved early here tonight. Eight five five two one two four CBS to get on the bench. Don't forget uh the podcast comes out after the show on Twitter at Scott Forrell at on the bench CBS. And on Facebook.com slash Pharrell and a Bench. And tomorrow, comes out in the morning again, same places and anywhere good. Podcasts are available, including iTunes, Google Play. Check out the Pharrell and a Bench podcast. No commercial shake out.
0: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.